You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I am so excited for this thorough Thursday and to be in the studio with these amazing guests. Um, I'm I'm pumped because I got Rob Young here. We're going to be talking all about his film and also the the organization that he runs, Dreamers Collective. Um, and it's important because his film is really focusing on us caring for our veterans. So I'm excited that he's in the building. We also got Gabby and Rhea from One Love Foundation. Uh, they are in the building. They have an amazing event coming up that we can all participate in and support. So I'm grateful that they are also here. So y'all know, anytime we've got three guests, it's a jam-packed show. But of course, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you all to get involved and tag and share the stream. That's right. Now is the time where you get to tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you cannot watch us, we do have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Uh, just search Converge Media Network in the day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, 200 platforms, okay? Um, thank you so much to our podcast team for making that happen. So just search for us on the one that is your favorite and y'all will find us there. Well, before I get into it with Rob Young this morning, you know, I want to make a statement here because what we're seeing is something that I don't know that it's so surprising to many in black community, but we're seeing black leaders being cut off at the knees as they push forward for the change that many demanded post George Floyd. And I'm experiencing this personally because uh, the phenomenal director of Karen A. Johnson, Dr. J, as she goes by for the uh, office of equity at the state level is no longer the director. And it, just was kind of hitting the community yesterday, hitting the, you know, enterprise across the state yesterday. And honestly, for me, it's one of those things where I say, oh, here we are again. We are seeing the reels pulled back on so much of the work that folks said they wanted and needed in order for us to create a more balanced society. Yet, when the folks that step up and take the charge to lead the way in that regard start it's getting the pushback because really the accountability doesn't want to be there. Really, they don't really want to do the work. It's one of those things that I just wanted to say this morning as a black woman raising two black sons. I'm quite exhausted of this, y'all. I'm tired. And as we know, I'm beyond tired. We've heard it before, you know, tired of being tired of seeing the same old tactics take place, particularly when we are pushing for justice for all, when we are pushing for equity in this world that we live in, which we know was built in an inequitable way, we really do have to come together to find the solutions here. So I'm always excited to have this platform right here, y'all know, to really uplift the stories of so many who are the ones doing that work, leading charges, blazing new trails, making it ex accessible for all of us to be exposed to brilliance so that we can expand our minds. We have 
have to be doing that as an individual and collectively in our families, in our communities, in our work groups, in our community organizations, whatever it is that you touch. I really want you to be thinking about how your life is going to really move the needle, move things forward and change the way that we've been doing business that has been so harmful to so many. With that, I just want to open it up and welcome Rob Young here as we talk about, you know, his film. Again, our veterans need our love. Our veterans are sometimes not cared for. Rob is going to tell us more about it. What's up, Rob? How you doing? How you doing today? I'm well. How are you today? I'm doing amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. Well, I'm so glad that you are here. You are the CEO of Dreamers Collective and you also... Oh, Dreamers Creative. Dreamers Creative. Thank yeah, you for no correcting way. me. And you also just did a film. Tell us a bit about your organization and what the Dreamers Creative does. So Dreamers Creative, uh, we specialize in equity content um, and we create PSA work, documentary films, uh, really to create platforms um, to uplift different voices, you know, marginalized voices. Uh, actually, we've worked with Dr. Karen Johnson and she's an absolute light. Uh, we did some work with the Office of Equity. Yeah. Um, and so it's um, a little hurt hurtful to see that happen. Um, and it also shows the importance of why we have to work together as a collective to actually uplift each other and create that support base. And I know that she's going to be headed in an amazing place. She's definitely favored by God. So I say thank you to her. Oh, you know, I didn't even know that. So I'm so glad that you are here and the first guest today um, because somebody who has experienced that level of intentionality mm -hmm. in their work, it's something that you really, it's hard to explain because we don't see it often and we don't see it often enough. And yet here we are again, you know, experiencing, man, you know, when you are bold and courageous, sometimes it's not people are not ready for it. So I love that you were able to do some work with the Office of Equity and bring your brilliance there. And I agree with you 100%. When we think about a collective mentality, let's just think about how the first civilizations were built. That's exactly right. When they say it takes a village, it's because it's always taken a village in a sense to move things and make things happen. And I love that. And there are certain points in our history that showcase that. But you also are really passionate about our veterans and you have poured your brilliance into a project that uh, for me, I mean, as we were just talking about it, it's like veterans go out. They do everything. They put their life on the line. They come home and there's not enough uh, services, enough resources to really ensure that they feel that love and care. Tell us why you decided to, you know, do this style of uh, documentary and with this topic, talking about our veterans. Yeah, so I, um, I am an artist by trade and I came across the... Um, the issue of deported veterans uh, writing a song called Excuse My Accent. Uh, I found this story of Hector Brajas, who's created the Deported Veterans Support House in Tijuana. Uh, I thought that it was a typo. Um, and then the more I started to dig in, I realized that it is intentional. Uh, there is some such thing called deported veterans, two words that should never be put together. We asked him to be a part of our music video, make a cameo. And we heard his story and Kevin Martinez, who's from Belize. And we were so compelled that we felt like our way uh, to contribute uh, to a solution would be able to use our creativity. So we just, you know, pulled the trigger and decided to create a documentary. And that was three years ago. Um, and we turned it into a documentary short called Bring Them Home. Um, it's won multiple awards at different film festivals and did amazing at the film festival circuit. Now we're really looking to utilize the film for advocacy purposes to really make sure that these different organizations can utilize it to create solutions. 
create pathways for citizenships for deported veterans, making sure that deported veterans, when they do have the opportunity to come home, they're able to have the, the, the resources necessary for them to live the American dream that they fought for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you're really shining a light on something. And when you say deported veterans, uh, two words that shouldn't exist together. I agree 100 percent. If 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 an individual chooses to put their life on the line for the freedoms of this country and to uphold, you know, liberty and justice for all this kind of. I don't want to have my eyes rolling, but it's like it never actually has been, uh, you know, fully felt in this country by global majority folks. And and that is a real thing. But the fact that folks can come here, put their lives on the line and then they're deported back. I mean, just please break that down for us, Rob. Well, it's uh, it's definitely a a convoluted issue. You know, Um, when we look at America we understand that part of the American fabric is xenophobia. That's just the reality that we cannot escape, you know. Um, What has been happening is um, since 1996, it's actually interesting. Um, 1996, uh, Tim McVeigh did the Oklahoma bombing Mm -hmm. uh, and legislators rushed to different immigration reform. And in that, um, they created a loophole where veterans would be caught up in the immigration reform. And since then, at an alarming rate, uh, veterans have been deported, um, not being able to get access to the naturalization when they're going through training camps. There are certain things that are starting to happen, uh, but not at all in a rate necessary. Um, When ICE was doing deportations, they were not taking into consideration veteran service. So there's an unknown amount of deported veterans globally Uh, And obviously, when we say deported, you know, naturally, we start to think of our Latin brothers and sisters. Um, But the truth is, is that this is very much an American issue. Uh, There's deported veterans that I've heard stories from um, South Korea, uh, Canada, Jamaica, Caribbean, um, really all over the place. And so these are uh, people who were willing um, to fight for our country, um, who've gone through harrowing uh, circumstances of war, uh, or not, you know, but we're willing to take that sacrifice with the promise of, uh, naturalization, the promise of citizenship, and then to have the country turn their back on them. And I just feel as an American citizen, you know, I'm not, um, a veteran, I'm not an immigrant, Mm -hmm. I'm an American citizen. And as an American citizen, I personally feel that it's up to us to really protect those who protect us. Mm -hmm. The, The idea of freedom is something that, from the foundation, Americans hold sacred. So the individuals who are willing to risk their life for that idea deserve to live that idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very passionate about that. Um, we've been working with different organizations such as uh, ACLU SoCal, Black Deported Veterans of America, Deported Veterans Support House, uh, Repatriate Our Patriots, and finding ways uh, to come together to make sure that there is a way for these uh, uh, these individuals, these veterans to get their citizenship and then also change legislation um, at a high level. So that way that this loophole can get closed. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of over here in shock because the ideas that 
I guess maybe I'm so glad that you did do this story. I mean, again, as I was talking about the top, we need people like you to expose us to these things that are taking place right underneath our noses and beneath our feet when we don't realize uh, that it really affects us all. And so I think, uh, you know, when we think, oh, you know, injustice to anyone is injustice to everyone and all of that, it's true. But yet sometimes a lot of folks don't understand that until they experience it personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you having the wherewithal to understand the need for this story to, to take shape in the ways that you have done it and now to use it in terms of education. Just tell us a bit more about that now that, the you know, the documentary's out, it's won all these films. What are some of the goals that you have for using it in the ways that you're looking to use it now? Well, like I said, we want to make the public aware. Uh, this is something I didn't know about it. I tend to know about a lot of things. And when I heard about it, I was like, oh, this, if I don't know about this, I know a lot of other people don't know about this. And so uh, we want to make the public aware to start to um, ring the bell. You know, we understand how the government works with public pressure, starts to create movement. Um, I've spoken to veterans themselves, people in the military, and they didn't know about it. Mm. Uh, so it's a, a very complex issue. Um, so we want to make sure that we could use that film just to create uh, as much awareness as possible. Um, We're going to continue telling these stories. We feel like as a team, uh, my Dreamers creative team, excuse my accent team, um, the Bring Them Home team, uh, we feel that this is an amazing window uh, into looking at um, the idea of America, uh, looking at humanistic ideals, who we are as individuals. Uh, We believe that we could really start to answer the question, which is what's the soul of our nation? What is the soul of our nation if we're willing to do this, you know? Um, how can we start to knock down those barriers that we put between each other when we look at each other as far as like black and brown and being from other countries? And and what does it mean to actually live in this country? So we want to use that window uh, and create a larger dialogue that could start to bring connectivity between us, you know? Well, I definitely do know. And it is so necessary. I thank you for, uh, you know, again, kind of leading the charge here and with your team and saying, let's tell this story. Let's expose folks to this because it is something we all need to be aware of. You know, you have an upcoming film screening. I want you to be able to look right there. Let folks know how they connect uh, with your organization and come out to the film screening. Absolutely. So we are having a film screening at Grand Cinema June 10th. We would love for you to come out. Um, bring your friends, bring your family. Uh, we're going to have Daniel Torres, the first deported veteran to ever get a citizenship, come speak. Uh, we're going to have the founder of the Black Deported Veterans of America, James Smith. Uh, we're having um, individuals, Amanda Schuff from MDEF, Immigrant Defenders Law Center. Jenny uh, uh, Pasquella from the ACLU SoCal is going to speak. So it's going to be something where we can not only watch the film, but then actually have dialogue on how to make the changes uh, you can go to grandcinema.com uh, backslash films backslash bring dash them dash home. Or you could go to bringthemhomefilm.com. That's a little bit easier. Uh, and then you could see uh, where to click and um, get tickets. We'd love to have you there. Grand Cinema, June 10th. Follow us at Bring Them Home Film. Um, you can follow me at Official Rob Young on Instagram. And just follow the journey. We're going to just continue doing this until we can make some solutions. Wow. Rob, thank you again for being here. Anytime you have a new project, just know the day with Trey is a home for you right here in the Black Media Matter Studios. You're welcome anytime.
Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. Y'all, uh, here we go. We're starting off to a really great start. And I'm excited because Gabby is coming up after this short break. We're going to be talking all about One Love Foundation. Stay tuned, y'all. You don't want to miss this. You're watching The Day with Trey. Military veterans of the United States who are not U.S. citizens being deported. Order to leave the same country they once fought for. Hello, Americans. America should not be deporting military vets. It undermines our national security. You know, you feel blown away. You just feel blown away. I am 100% disabled for PTSD due to my combat experiences. You're welcome. Currently, the only way a deported veteran can come home is in a body bag. This is the only way they're being honored is when they're dead. It just doesn't make sense. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in they talked to our lender and saved our home. Because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Gabby Shutt from One Love Foundation. What's up, Gabby? Hey, how are you this morning? I'm doing all right. You know, clearly there's messages here we need to push forward. One Love Foundation is doing some great work. We want to learn all about it. Uh, give us a breakdown. What is One Love Foundation all about? Absolutely. So we were founded in honor of Yardley Love. She was a college student at the University of Virginia. She played lacrosse. And just a few weeks before she was supposed to graduate, she was killed by her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And during the trial, her friends, her family said, there's, there's something going on here. I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know how to identify it. You know, maybe maybe we could have stepped in. So her mother founded the One Love Foundation to really help us develop a common language so that everyone can have conversations. And we want to help people identify what's an unhealthy relationship before it escalates to abuse. Um, this affects so many people. Over one in three women um, experience abuse, one in three men, and one in two non-binary and transgender folks, and certainly people of color experience experience that at much higher rates. Um, and so we want to help younger generations talk about this issue and avoid that abuse before wow. they, they get older. Uh, ooh, I mean, it's deep, right? Yeah. I mean, it's deep work and it's so profound. When you think about, you know, the ways y'all do it, clearly there's probably pillars and different programs or projects y'all work on. Tell us about some of those so we can understand how you actually do this work. Absolutely. So we do film-based workshops. We have 13 films that range from 40 minutes to 30-second clips. And accompanying those, we have lesson plans and worksheets and tools that anyone can use to start this conversation with people in their community. Really see us as um, a resource. So we know if we go into a classroom, we don't know that John and Jane just broke up or, you know, Bob and Sue are having issues, but the teacher or the school counselor does know that. So we believe that those people can have even more effective conversations. So One Love Foundation is here to provide them tools, resources, and support in facilitating those conversations. Our content ranges from sixth grade through college. um, And we have a bunch of other PSAs and things like that, but really focusing on that film base. So 
even if they've never experienced something or they don't want to share their personal experience, participants can still talk about what they just saw in the film. You know, I, I just realized that a lot of work around this this style or this topic, you know, focuses on kind of the after effect. So I love that y'all are like, wait a minute, beforehand, let's begin to identify that. In your curriculum and in the films and workshops y'all offer, do you... Is there something in, in terms of ways for folks to even identify themselves as, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I may become an abuser if I continue this way? Absolutely. We have the 10 signs of a healthy and unhealthy relationship, but we always say in our workshops, these are behaviors. So 100% of us are in relationships. You got coworkers, you have friends, you have family. So even if you're not in a romantic relationship, you're, you're dealing with people. Um, and so 100% of us are going to do something unhealthy, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you are going to do something. Um, and so those 10 signs help us identify that it's a behavior. You're not a bad person um, if you do one of these things, but let's talk about it before it becomes a pattern of abuse. Mm -hmm. That's really uh, very important. Uh, I have two sons. I talked about my sons all the time. And, you know, my oldest son is in a, in a relationship, but I'm so grateful that our relationship allows for us to have a flow flowing dialogue and conversations around his relationship. And I realized that that's not true for every like parent child relationship. Um, and so there's something really unique about being able to be an open support system for, for not just young folks, but for anyone really that finds himself kind of in some of these categories. Is that right, Gabby? Absolutely. We, the two things we want everyone to walk away with when they leave a workshop is knowing about those 10 signs and having an idea of a resource or a person they can go to if they're experiencing this or they just want to talk about relationships. So we call it the three P's. We have parents or trusted adults because not everyone has that relationship with their parents, professionals and peers. And that worksheet lays it out. Do you have two to three peers you can go to? Do you know two to three hotlines or your school counselor or some kind of professional that can help you work through this? And then do you have a trusted adult in your life? I've heard stories from young people that I didn't feel comfortable going to my mom, not because we have a bad relationship, but my best friend's mom, she was there for me and I was able to talk to her about it. So having them think about it before they get into a crisis, before they get into unhealthy relationship, they have it written down and they can just go to that person when they need to. Gabby, what brings someone like you into work like this? I mean, again, I, I feel like some, we could all, we all need jobs, whatever, right? Yeah. But there's some of us who are really kind of called into certain work. What brought you into the One Life Foundation? Absolutely. So my sorority, um, our philanthropy is domestic violence awareness. And when I was in college, it was my first or second year, I participated in a One Love workshop. Mm -hmm. It was our first film. Um, and... I really walked away saying, wow, that is something I can carry with me throughout my life. And then my path kind of went different. My background is in the arts. Um, but something that's always been core to me is community engagement. And so when I saw this opportunity with One Love, I was like, wow, this message is so important to get across to people. And these skills I've developed of, you know, I'm here to support them. And having these conversations, it's not about me. Having these conversations was so key and just... Um, my favorite part of the job. Well, I love it. I, I got to give you time. You know, you get to look right there in that camera. Let them know how they connect with One Love Foundation. If someone out there is saying, oh my gosh, we need these workshops in our school, in our church, in our community, please let them know right there how they connect. Yeah. So visit us at joinonelove.org and you can find out information about how to contact us. And we have a big event coming up that you're going to hear more about, Move for Love, this Saturday, May 20th. Um, and you can learn about that event at moveforlove.org 
backslash Seattle. All right. Uh, Gabby, shut. thank you so much for shutting it down right here on the day with Trey. <laughs> Appreciate you. you. And uh, again, as One Love builds more events and more programs, I, I mean it. This is an amazing platform here for y'all, you know, to uplift what y'all are doing. Thanks so much for being in this work. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm telling you, it's going to continue, y'all, because we now get to talk to Rhea. Rhea's in the building, going to tell us more about this event coming up. So, of course, we need to learn about Move for Love. Gabby just teed it up. We're going to tee it down right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Rhea Kimball from One Love Foundation. We're going to be learning all about Move Love. Look, whatever she said, because I I think I got it wrong. We're going to learn about this event. What's up, Rhea? Hi, how are you? (laughs) Good, how are you? I'm like, it wasn't Move Love. It is if you want it to be. As long as you're moving and have love in your heart, you got part of it. Well, (laughs) you know, it's great to hear some of the foundation of the One Love Foundation, what y'all do. But this event now is really about being out into the community and having that relational opportunity, right, to build relationships in a healthy way. Yeah. Tell us more about this event coming up. Yeah, you touched on something. Something. So Gabby talked earlier about our educational work, but how do you mobilize the community? Once people are aware of the issue, they've been educated, how do you bring people together? And really Move for Love is our community mobilization event in partnership with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And so Move for Love is a 5K run walk at Lumen Lumen Field. And it's really to raise awareness about relationship abuse, but also to promote healthy love. So this issue can be very stigmatizing. It's an issue that thrives in the dark. So we're trying to take away the stigma, get people comfortable having these conversations, and then incorporating some fun. So we really want it to be an event that people look uh, forward to every year and say, this is my event. I take ownership with this because it's going to take all of us. And it's really not just about one love. We're a part of the, this bigger piece of the puzzle. And again, we're prevention based curriculum health organization. So we partner with, you know, uh, people who do direct services, right? And so we're very clear about who we are and what we do, but we know it takes all of us and we're all about community. Yeah, you know, well, I think you have to be, yeah. particularly with the the pillars of your work, right, at One Love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is all great, but if folks in the community are not really absorbing it, then we're not having those healthy relationships come out as a result of the work. What are some of the things that you've been really excited to see in your role with One Love Foundation with regard to the impact that your work has on community? Yeah, so I currently, I'm in development. So, you know, I ask people for money. But (laughs) aside from that, it's really about building relationships. It's really about connecting with people. It's really about finding out what are your passions? What do you care about? Uh, Do you see alignment with our vision? And if the answer is yes, I'm like, come on this journey with us. Here's how you can uh, support the organization and help. You can always give your funds, but you can give your time. You can give us connections to your resources, whether it be schools, um, it could be corporations, right? And so just kind of letting people kind of find their way and their niche and their place in this um, and then bringing them along, right? Because we want lifelong supporters. And so I'm really excited because Move for Love is the fun, fun part of what I do um, and what our team does. And so gathering all these people on Saturday, I've had conversations with people over email and Saturday is the day I get to meet them in person. I get to see them. I might be giving out hugs, high fives, dancing with everyone. Um, We're real people. You can connect and touch with us. 
uh, touch us. Um, so I'm just really excited about that because it's all about the community. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about the fun, I mean, there's some yeah. things that folks are going to be able to participate in. You mentioned the Rock Run, but there's other things that are going to be going on there. Tell us more about it. Yeah, so the Walk Run is really like the physical part of it. But then we have our Finish Line Festival, which starts at 10.30 a.m. That is free, actually, for anyone in the community to come out. So the Finish Line Festival is going to have our vendors. We have Norlux Candle. I know you know about them, Black-owned business there. They're going to be doing a diffuser, making activities. So participants will be able to come, uh, create custom scents, and take away their own, like, smell of, like, healthy relationships, right? Um, And so we'll also have Take 12 Podcasts, which is a Seahawks broadcast, uh, you know, station out of L.A., but they're actually uh, one of the hosts is from Born and Raised Here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have some Seahawks legends there. Um, we'll have food trucks, which are free for anyone to come, you know, and fill their bellies after they ran and been in the sun all day. Uh, we have a kid zone. We'll have a DJ, Uncle Guy. I know some people really know who he mm-hmm. is. And the, uh, you know, party started. Our MC is G. Scott Sr. Um, and so it's just going to be really fun. You know, I'm really excited about just all of the partners that are there. Black men run, black girls run, black coffee. Um, so it's really, again, about community. And it's just going to be a fun, fun day. Well, it sounds like it. Y'all yeah. have jam-packed this day yeah. there at Lumen Field. Uh, and, and clearly it's coming up. So folks now need to be registering. They need to get get their tickets. I know you have an announcement. What what do you want the folks to know in terms of like participating and being there to support uh, you know, this amazing event, but also again, kind of making that pledge that they are going to be committed to, you know, not only being in healthy relationships, yeah. but ensuring that others can can also be in healthy relationships. Let them know right there. Yeah. So Move for Love is many different things. So if you're just new and hearing about us, start by coming to the event on Saturday, May 20th. You can find out how to register. You go online at uh, moveforlove.org org backslash Seattle. And then also, we just want to let you know, at 2 p.m. Pacific time, that will be the cutoff for online registration. So you want to go now before 2 p.m., but we will still be registering people in person. So you can go to our packet pickup, which is tomorrow from 11 to 2 p.m. at Lululemon in University Village. And then also the day of, we are taking registrations as well from 9 to 9.45. So come on out. All of this information is on the website again it's moveforlove.org backslash Seattle. Ah, Rhea. Well, hey, congratulations on pouring your brilliance into such an amazing effort so that we can all have the foundational tools for building healthy relationships. Appreciate you. Anytime you want to come back, just let me know. I will be back. (laughs) There we go. Oh, y'all, this has been a fantastic episode. Another real thorough Thursday. When we got three guests, it gets real thorough because we want to be able to uplift and support folks in our community who are doing great works and bringing their brilliance out for us. And y'all know I got to give a huge shout out to all of my guests today, to Rob, to Gabby, to Rhea, because what? I was inspired by their stories. Y'all know this. Um, I'm always inspired by the guests who come here on The Day with Trey, because honestly, there's so much that I get exposed to right here in this living room set in the Black Media Matter studios by bringing these stories to you all. So you know I want you to be inspired. You got to be inspired to find the ways to see yourself as a part of the solution as all of my guests have today. And of course, for me, until tomorrow, y'all, at 11 a.m. Peace.
Atinga chati kubudirira Nwari alipaluti wipedura mbae uchirwa Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.